So welcome, 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 so welcome to No Stupid, stupid Questions. Question. Hello, stupid everybody. This week's up, folks? It's, it's for real. It's with for real. T-Leak like, and Jag. Rah, rah, like a dungeon drag. What's up? No, no <laughs> specific no order. I love No <laughs> Stupid <laughs> Questions show. Can we curse on this show? Do whatever it's we feel. Okay. Time is for question real. for today. No. Rah, 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 like All right. Stupid. So, the question. No stupid questions. Jack. No stupid questions. Welcome to this episode of... My first question is, who are you? No stupid questions. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of No Stupid Questions. You have Jag in the house. And T. Leak here, and No Stupid Questions is the show where we have two smart people and one stupid question, or so we thought. We normally have two smart people, but today is a special show. So T. Leak, won't you invite, won't you introduce our guests? So I have the pleasure of introducing someone who is going to be very critical to this conversation. This is a little bit of a setup. Uh, her name is Tarita Thomas, and she and I have embarked on a new initiative that is related to uh, the question that we have for today. Why don't you hit us with the question first, and then we'll go down the okay, introduction. Okay, so, so, so the question is, simple question, three words. Do women know? <laughs> Ooh. All so right. let me do a, let me do a quick introduction. So I am I am so excited uh, to to partner with Tarita on an initiative called We Know, and We Know is all about women. It stands for women embracing the knowledge necessary for our wellness. And I'm going to give my answer to that after Tarita gives you a bit more of an introduction of herself. I'm going to let her do it as she's best. Oh, I'm best of intro. Okay, so here I am. Hey, y'all. I'm Tarita. Uh, oh, a little history. Uh, 20 years as an HR consultant. Uh, so looking at the people part of business. Um, also facilitator of self-care, uh, co-facilitator of self-care for Black women in leadership most recently. And I have founded Pussy the Seminar, creating safe space dialogue about our most sacred and controversial body parts as well as the PMS telethon to eradicate cramps, fibroids, and endometriosis. And last but certainly not least, I am the author of First Blood Book, which is a collection of stories about our first period. So all the things down there, I guess, I'm having uh, conversations with women and men and trans community members and doctors and lots of other um, spaces around women's bioreprosexual health. So that is, uh, I guess, the waters I'm swimming. How, how does it show up? How does it impact your work, your life, your home, your, your peace? Oh, and Tanya and I have been on teaching online uh, Coochie Conversations all year long, which has been a special treat and uh, another place to get some education and empowerment about our health. So I'm going to, in, in honor of your being our special guest, Tarita, I'm going to let you answer the question first. Do we? Hell no, we don't know. I used to thought we think we knew. Until today, we do know. That is not true. I, I, I just, um, we know something. Everybody 
know something. Uh, I learned a long time ago in Pussy the Seminar, as I gathered women into these healing circles to share our stories, that we all have something we know for sure about down there. And we all have some questions. And when we gather in circle and we share that, um, our, our, our questions get answered by other people's answers. And, 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 and it's, it's a beautiful uh, circle of sharing. And also along this journey, I'm learning a frightful amount about what we don't know. And, and so, so, so really understanding what those questions are that we have. And even some of the spaces we don't have questions. So yeah, we know something. And I think we may have be getting a little um, technical difficulty. Collectively. We lost you for a moment, oh, Teresa. So we, we heard you say we know something. And then after that, we got a little, little feedback. Yeah. And after that, I said collectively, we probably know everything. And so. And that's where I'll pick it up. The, they are right. So. My answer is yes, and it's specifically because of that. And for those of you who are new to the show, Jag and I like to tease out what the question really means in order to get some variations on answers or maybe persuade one another. In this particular case, I'm gonna go with yes, because of what Tarita said, is that the important thing, and this relates to our initiative, is that we collectively do know and all of the pieces need to come together in order for us to benefit from that knowledge. As Sarita said, some of us have questions, some of us have answers, and if we put that together, we have got something really, really powerful. And as a, an introduction to that, we have launched a crowdfunding campaign Wait, wait one second. Oh, oh, oh. Did you want to I, answer I that question? I, I didn't get a chance we knew to answer that, that you didn't. <laughs> um, I don't know if I'm qualified to answer that question, but I'm going to answer it anyway. Um, and, and, and for those that listen to me for a little while, you know I'm a fan of um, Egyptian culture. Oh, I thought you were going to say a fan of women. Well, I'm definitely a fan of women. Um, those clearly my favorite people are women, no doubt about it. Um, but also being a fan of Egyptian culture, I'm, I'm cognizant of the fact that on the Great Pyramids is at the entrance is the saying, know thyself. And um, I think that's there because it's general recognition that people fail to know themselves. And, and that is a, a um, reminder that the first thing you need to do is know thyself. So I have to unfortunately answer that question saying, no, I'm gonna have to agree with Tarita's first answer and say, nah, I'm not buying that, 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 that women know. Uh, so y'all gotta convince me. So let me hear. How are you with the collective? Well, I, I'm, I'm, I think that's an interesting answer. Um, you know, when I asked my son what's eight times eight, I, I don't allow him to go ask his sister what the answer is and then say, we know it, daddy. Um, so I'm having a little trouble with that answer, but um, I'm, I'm open. I'm open to hear a little more. 
Well, you know, you know, you have to also look at when we talk about the individual versus the collective, you have to take our learning in context. Okay. So when we look at the healthcare system as it exists in this country in this moment in time, um, we are looking at a system that has outlived its medical school model. It is, and, and actually there's some organizations out here that are revamping the way we, we present medical school. So, so everyone is striving for solutions, but we're looking at a system where a Congress that until the last cycle of elections has been incredibly heavily male is legislating women's bodies. But when you probe them about their understanding of how our biology actually works, they don't know. Um, we have a, a lack of sex education and uh, anatomical education in the schools. So people are going from eighth grade health class or seventh grade health class to porn. So there's a gap in, in learning. And even in the spaces where there is active research, a lot of research is centered on maleness. So it's done on men's bodies forever. Breast cancer research was done on men. And then the, the data and the information was extrapolated and applied to women, but it didn't fit our bodies. But we've all kind of grown up in this system that is filled with misinformation, uh, missing information, and there's been a concentrated effort to market this information to us. So women are literally dying in the streets because heart attacks on our body look very different then they look on men's bodies and we don't know it. And y'all don't know it. And a lot of doctors don't know it. So then when it's diagnosed and this goes on. So, so where we don't know, there's a reason we don't know. But the beauty that we've discovered, the silver lining, if you will, is in that collective. So I think that the conversation about the collective is really critical because when we get that mass of information together, then you can sort of look for patterns and you can find answers that have a little more validity behind them or, or make a little more sense to us. I, my and, thought. Okay. Well, and let me, let me, let me um, do a little, uh, I guess, challenge to this concept. And given the example that you gave, Jag, of the, you know, eight times eight, there is, I'm, I'm, going to, I'm going to use two words which may or may not have been used in this way, but I'm going to make a distinction between uh, knowledge and, I'm trying to think of the other word, education. Just, and let's, let me, let me define those, right? Okay. Because one of the things that we, if we go way back, I don't know about, you know, Egypt, because um, <laughs> you're, you're the historian on that. But when I think of knowledge, I think of the things that we know, the things that we observe, the things that we feel, right? And, and I think what's happened to us as a society is that we've started to sort of block that out because of what we've been educated to. So I think Tarita mentioned information and misinformation, right? I think there's a lot of stuff out there and what we have 
learned to do, in all honesty, and unlearned, we've unlearned what we know, what we know inside. Eight times eight to me is, you know, it, 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 it has its place, but when we talk about the things that are really important, and, and in this case, you know, our, our focus is, is healthcare, and you know, my passion is around wellness. What we know is we know how we feel. We know when something is wrong with our bodies. We know when someone is not taking care of us. <laughs> we know when it seems like someone is not telling us the facts. We know what we want. And if someone is telling us something that doesn't coincide with that and, and not seeming to hear what we want, we know that. Uh, so there are all these, these things that I think we do know that we have in some respects dismissed. So there's that, there's that piece. And, and then there's a second piece, which is, and it relates to it, but it's, it is more about, there's an instinct that I do think women, most women, I don't ever want to say all, you know, that's always a bad, absolutes are bad. Uh, most women have, uh, I would just say an innate ability to, to, to sort of sense things. And maybe it's because we are, again, on the, on, the, on the major part, we are more tapped into some of those feelings, which are, I think, at the heart of some of those really innate ways of, of knowing. So, so for me, there is this, this, this thing that um, women specifically but us as a society have been told to kind of, you know, forget that in favor of this is what we're teaching you, right? And you, I'm sure you can, you can relate to this as a, as, as, a, as a student of some of these historical, and we, we get educated one thing, and, and sometimes we just know there's something else out there. There's something more, there's something we're not being taught. And, and what I, would like to suggest is that we need to bring those two things together and we need to honor more so what we do know and, and really uh, support one another in that, especially as it relates to thyself. So okay. that's, my, that's my, my challenge to the whole concept of what we know and whether or not that needs to be something that we learned, you know, just for you know, the, the, the math of it, <laughs> or whether it's something that we, we really do, we really have to call upon our, our inner, that inner wisdom in order to, to validate. Interesting. So um, it's, it's almost as if you're saying, well, and I don't want to put words in your mouth. Are you saying You that, know I won't let you. Yeah, I know. Are you saying that women know, but sometimes they ignore what they know oh or, yes oh that's for sure where okay. we are actually taught to and encouraged to ignore what we know okay so so tell me how this initiative y'all are, are y'all are um working on see now i'm gonna stop you do you think that men know and do they ignore what they know i'm just curious that's a different that's a, that's, a, that's a different show <laughs> We could, we could do that next time. We don't have a time to talk about if both women and men know. That's, that's too much show in one time. So we'll do that later. Let's just stick to whether or not women know. 
Um, yeah, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> you were asking about the initiative. Yes, tell me what it's going to look like. What is it going to feel like? How, how, do, how, do I, um, how, do I, how do I see this in action? It is, um, we, we have found a way to take these stories, what we know, things we know, and aggregate the, the data within those stories and present that information through a platform that allows women to go in and get not only the, the what I know from one particular person to another person, but a whole data set, a whole group of women. So instead of me talking to Tanya about a problem I might be having with my period, through the platform we're creating, I get the wisdom of thousands or hundreds of thousands or more of women. Okay. So is, it, is there a moderator to make sure that this doesn't go down the wrong path? I mean, what, what if you, you said there's a lot of misinformation out there? Um, you know, you know, we were in a conversation earlier and I, 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 I got a similar question and I sort of compared it to Yelp. Okay. Right. Because that's something we're familiar with. Um, so we are, um, or even, even ways we talk about this as like ways for women's wellness. So if ways is telling me there's construction up ahead because someone else indicated there was construction when they passed by, there's a possibility that when I get up there, that construction will be gone. Right. Uh, it doesn't negate the power of a whole community sharing information. Same thing with Yelp. You and Tanya may review a Yelp, uh, may do a Yelp review for a particular restaurant, and I'm looking for restaurants, and I read your reviews, and maybe your review is very detailed and tells me about the ambiance and the food, has photos of the menu, all of that, and Tanya's uh, review you said they will stink. I ain't going back. And that's it. Like I have to evaluate the difference in those. So, so that opportunity is there and exists. Um, but and, yeah. well, I was going to add on to that. Um, I think that, you know, and, and to, to Teresa's point, I, I fully agree with that. I think that what you have is that the, I also question, because you know this is what I like to do, I question this sense of misinformation. To Tarita's point, what we are interested in doing is sharing folks' experiences. Um, the caveat that we have is that that is that person's experience. So what you just talked about with respect to know thyself is actually an integral part of this whole paradigm, which is that you know yourself, you can look at all you have access now to this wealth of information and and as Sarita said you know we can we can sort of summarize and and extract from the, the the crowd ultimately and out of that you'll get some some summarization but you may you may connect to like she said that bad review or that good review and or you may feel like you know what that doesn't feel right for me in terms of whether or not something that I that I experience or something that would work for me. And that's something that we really want to encourage women to be the judge of um, for themselves. And, and I, I will say the other thing about, you know, misinformation is that 
I was reading an article or actually, and this was something someone shared with me, which I would want to make sure every woman understood, right? And it was about this LEAP procedure. And it is a procedure designed to prevent cervical cancer when abnormal cells are found on the cervix. And what they ultimately do, just the layman's sort of version of it is they sort of burn off some of those cells, right? And what they were, what was happening was there were women who were complaining about losing sensitivity at all in their nether region. And they were looked at like, no, 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 that's, that's, it's in your head. And there was a story in the article about this one woman who went back and forth between physicians and psychiatrists because she was being told that it's all in your head, mm. that this physical thing has not happened to you. So when you talk about misinformation, the doctors are telling her that's, that's not possible. It's not physical. It's got to be. So one of the things that I think is also important with this platform is that we may be able to get at the root of things that are being, you know, again, validating some women in the fact that they, this is not misinformation. And, and, and actually, this the, the, I hate to say the man, but it is the man. The man is saying <laughs> that this is not correct, that this is not what you're feeling, that this is all in your head. But that actually is the misinformation. So I think it's really, really important to, to understand how our perceptions of misinformation, uh, that's, it's, and it's very interesting that you had the same response as someone else, who by the way was a woman, um, in terms of, well, what about the, the bad stuff? And I, again, the, the, the primary thing we need to focus on here is that there is a lot of stuff out there and it is really about individual experiences and we should not be judges as to what's good and what's bad we process and we need to to know thyself in order to figure out what 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 we can use you know another another experience that i had that was a learning point on this journey is sometimes you get information that is oppositional so um, i've gotten stories about fibroids that tell heroic tales of women going through these horrible processes, four and five doctors, ultimately having surgery that saves their uterus, saves their fertility, and they're able to go on with their lives and, and attempt childbearing or have children or whatever the case may be. And those stories are out there and being shared. And then I also have a woman who was like, oh, I got them, they did a hysterectomy, the best thing ever happened to me, so glad it was I'm never like, I'm good, life is great. And so again, every body has a story and not every story is the same and not every outcome is the desired outcome. But certainly when we change our stories, we change our outcome. So, so one question, um, at, at a time when, and, and T. Leak, you talked about it being, both of you talked about it, it, this largely being men dictating or, or telling women how they should feel. At, at a time when women doctors, I think, are, are, are I mean, obviously at an all-time high, why, 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 why do we need this now? Isn't it getting better on, on its own? So um, a couple of things, and I think Tarita mentioned this. Um, the, the, so <laughs> I think this gets into a whole bigger 
industry-wide problem uh, within healthcare. It's, it starts in the medical schools because unfortunately those medical school books, they haven't yet caught up to what we're talking about. So regardless of the, the gender of the person who's delivering your service, right? They've gotten the body of education <laughs> that I talked about. I'm not gonna say knowledge, I'm gonna use my, my words that I just redefined. But they've gotten their education from the historical system, right? So ultimately, um, a lot of this is an issue. The second part of it is that even as research is ongoing, there is still a problem with incorporating women into medical research. So that, that in itself allows this sort of continued education, continued results that we're seeing that do not account for what women are experiencing, what women are feeling, how women react to the various things that they're suggesting, the solutions or the medications or the whatever. So I think given those two problems, it is really not about the number of women, although I do think that helps, right? We need more women researchers so that they can push for women to be um, involved in, in different clinical trials and, and research and, and things like that. But it is, it is a matter of really, and that's one of the reasons why we're so excited about this platform is that we really do wanna change definitions and revolutionize the way in which women to start with get health information. So, um, we, we didn't talk much about it, and I know we're, we're we, I started, you started, but the initiative is actually called We Know. Okay. And, and we are in the process of building out the first version, beta, I would call it, of the, the platform that we're talking about now, um, and really looking at getting people engaged around it. So we have a crowdfunding campaign to support that effort. Can, can men support it? We would love for men to support it because we actually, uh, you know this, James, the, the, the um, I'm, I'm using your, your government name because we got company. Um, <laughs> it felt weird coming out of my mouth. I was like, did I just call him James? So uh, we, <laughs> we really, I just lost my train of thought. I just started thinking about that. So you you were saying something about I know I I, 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 yeah, I I was liking where you were going with it so don't lose your train of thought I like it when I know something <laughs> the, the men, men have been a part of this the whole the whole way the men have been the X factor um, even from early days of Pussy the seminar the men were like come and talk to us we aren't getting the education we go from health class to porn we're missing information my book, First Blood, men crying in my lap on airplanes about their daughters, their sisters, their mothers, their, you know, their co-worker that always misses the deadline. Uh, men have proven to be very intimately interested, excited about encouraging and uplifting around this work has been my experience. And let me, let me ask you this question just to make it pointed. Do you think that there's a difference in the energy in your household? So I'm just going to put it that way when your wife is sick versus when you're sick? Yes. What's the difference? difference? What's the oh, difference? You, you're gonna make me get descriptive. <laughs> um, first of all, I, I, I don't get sick that often. Um, neither does That's she. not the question. That's not the question. <laughs> it, 
when when my wife gets sick, everything grinds to a halt. I mean, it's it it really um, it, it can be catastrophic for the house. When I get sick, everybody just keeps going. <laughs> Nobody misses a beat. That's the reason why we need men to support this. Okay. You want to keep things running smoothly, as much as you you know may fight it. Some some fight it. You need to make sure your women feel good, are are having their optimum health, and, and I think all of us will benefit from it. Well, you know, I have two daughters and um, a sister and a mother and and my wife, um, so I'm all in. Um, so, Jag, all in looks like going to our website. Okay, it's we know us w e a n o w u s dot org. Okay. Knowus.org. And click on that top link at the top of the page that says check it out and go to our crowdfunding campaign. And if this topic moves really you or any of your audience members, any of your family, send everyone there and go into the crowdfunding. You can on the crowdfunding, if you if you donate, it'll ask you to give anywhere from a dollar to fifty thousand dollars. You decide. You'll put in your credit card, you'll put in your email, and you'll get a notification that you are now part of our tribe. This is important because as we are developing this and we're getting rounds of funding, we need to show backers. We need to show that people care and are willing to attach some level of commitment to us bringing this solution into the world. Women literally are suffering and dying. And, and we have answers. And, and just as a, a quick sort of last note, I was able to be with my cousin who almost three years um, to the day had her fibroid surgery after my fibroid surgery. And my experience with my surgery, both before it in terms of the doctor I used, which she wound up using, and after it, in terms of the, the, to be honest, the pillow she had, the compression belt she got, it was all either my suggestion or I had other friends who were like, oh, I have this for mine. Let's share it. So this is, this is what we're talking about. And what Tarita and I really want to do is we want to see this scale so that women can not only see each other's stories, but we actually want to have a mechanism where they can connect and we can have these types of things happening on a much, much, much broader level. And it's going to result in better outcomes for women, which means happier husbands, uh, fathers, sons, brothers. And less catastrophic households. Yes. I'm, I'm all for that. <laughs> um, so, so, you know, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a fast learner. So I got to, to your, your site and your crowdsourcing campaign is um is it 39 days left december yes. 15th yes okay. december 15th okay so everybody get in and support and i guess on that note i do have to change my my answer um i'm not gonna stick with the hell no women don't know i'm gonna go with the of course i mean what a crazy question what a stupid question that is. <laughs> well we are so happy we persuaded you and we expect your, your money to be where your mouth is and uh, go on in and donate. 
again, you know, whatever you can is, is helpful. You have to donate at least a dollar to be counted. Uh, but we, we really want the, the numbers to show the support for this concept and for the women in your life and non-catastrophic households. We know. No stupid questions, y'all. Thanks. Thank you, guys. You can ask any question that you want or don't ask no stupid ass questions. <laughs>